All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Limitless MD. I'm your host, Vikram Raya. And today we're going to talk about centimillionaires. You may be wondering, what the heck is a centimillionaire? A centimillionaire is a person with a net worth of $100 million or more. And it's interesting. Over the last, I don't know, two to three weeks, I've been traveling quite a bit. I've been traveling for business, for work, for pleasure, for all of it. And life has taken me to a different couple of different places. So I went out to Phoenix, went with some friends. I was also uh, you know, meeting with uh, some business partners, was meeting and looking at some assets as well for Viking Capital. And, you know, I met a friend and, you know, he's the first centimillionaire I met. And then this past week, I was in Denver uh, for a conference and I got to meet two other buddies of mine and they're also centimillionaires. And so it's an interesting thing. And I was just thinking about, hey, what do these guys have in common? How are these ultra high net worth individuals have in common? And if you want to know what the definition of an ultra high net worth individual is, it's a person with a net worth of about 30 million or more. So these people are like uber, uber ultra net worth. Now, why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because you guys are high performers on this podcast. This is a limitless podcast. We're talking about freedom, wealth, and human optimization, right? So let's dig into this a little bit on, on how these high performers have achieved this. And these are first generation ultra high net worth individuals. These are not people born with a silver spoon in their mouth, right? They've done things, they've created things, they've added value, tremendous value to the world, and hence they're rewarded with, obviously, the income, the cash flow, and the net worth. Um, but I'll tell you this, they're nothing unique in terms of, you know, when you see them on the street, you would think, hey, this is an average Joe. In fact, some of them, you'd think they're actually below average based on some of their characteristics. But they have this uncanny ability to perceive, do, share, build, and create and add tremendous value to this world. And so let me break it down and sort of share with you the big three key topics we're going to talk about today. I'm going to talk about degree, decree, and vision. Number two, solving mega problems. And number three, family first. What if you could reclaim hours of free time each week, create legacy building wealth, and devote more energy to your passion projects without giving up on your career as a life-saving MD? My name is Vikram Raya, functional cardiologist, high-performance coach, and real estate expert. And I'm here to give you the tools, strategies, and solutions you need to transform your life so you can unlock your limitless potential and achieve greatness, all the while freeing up your precious time. Welcome to Limitless MD. Let's dive in. If you're a physician who's making good money, but you're feeling stuck in your current situation, or if you're tired of feeling just comfortable and are ready to pivot toward that freedom and wealth lifestyle you always wanted, then I want to introduce you to my newest program. It's called the Physician Wealth Accelerator, also known as PWA. In PWA, you're going to learn the strategies to gain more passive and active income. You'll learn how to free up 10 plus hours a week to pursue your passions and side gigs. If this resonates with you, then I want to personally invite you to join our elite community of high-achieving doctors in the Physician Wealth Accelerator. This is a completely free coaching group where you'll be around other professionals in the medical field who are like you and looking to uplevel their life. You'll get access to live monthly masterclasses, live Q&As, and all my best personal resources, as well as access my new app to help you become limitless. 
If you want to check it out, there will be a link in the show notes for you. Just click it and you'll be able to join this exclusive community of high-performing docs. Looking forward to connecting with you on the inside. So let's get into it. Um, degree, decree, and vision. What do I mean? Well, these people don't have stellar degrees. They have a degree. They've all went to college. Yes, they may have done even master's or, or a doctorate, but whatever the... The point is, it's not because they went to Harvard's, Yale's, Duke's, you know, Stanford's of the world. They went to reasonable schools, normal schools. Um, it was not the degree that got on there. It was a decree. When I mean decree, D-E-C-R-E-E, -E, decree. You're decreeing to the world. You're declaring to the world what you want, why you want it, and what you're willing to sacrifice to get it. And so that vision, that bold vision, and then putting all your horsepower and boom, you're going for it. That was what I've noticed was one of the commonalities. The next commonality I noticed between these three centimillionaires was this. They want to solve big problems, right? They're not here to, you know, help one patient or one, um, one investor or just one part of the country. Literally, they want to, you know, help a region, a state, you know, uh, potentially the whole country, right? They're solving big problems. And and they're and they're impacting you know thousands of people. And then finally, what was unusual was I found that all three people were superb family folks, family first. Um, they're all ma happily married. Um, none of them are divorced. They are uh, you know they have children, multiple children, and they really care about their family. And you know, family first could be just a cute saying, a cliche that sometimes that people throw out uh, when they're truly just focused on their business. But these people really care about their family. In fact, they had strict boundaries on when they could work and when it was family time. And these people also enjoyed their life. It's not because they're, you know, like working, you know, 90 hour work weeks. They enjoyed, they worked hard, as you will, but they also played hard, which was really cool. So, that's some of the three commonalities. And I also want to, uh, the epiphany I had when I, when I, when I spoke to these people and again, they're friends. So I, I was able to, you know, talk to them sort of, you know, off the cuff, if you will, I asked, you know, a lot of people say, Hey, you know, I'm looking for the success hacks, the, the, the quick tips, the five things you need to do so you can get your first big win in 90 days. Right. So there's this ultra short-term thinking. Many of us in the high performance and high, high, high income professionals, we, we believe in this uh, short term, 60, 90, you know, one year thought process time frame. Then we have the long term time frame. Hey, you know what? Success is going to take you decades. You know, it'll take you 20 years, 30 years to get your goals, to get your net worth, to get to that impact, to get that legacy kind of, you know, victories you want in life. But what I found is when I spoke to these people, um, these three individuals, they've uh, been able to achieve success, not in the ultra short, but in relatively sort of a midterm timeframe. Within three to seven years, they created exponential progress, wealth, um, uh, you know, uh, cash flow, as well as uh, putting a, a stamp and becoming one of the leaders in their industry. So realize that if you dedicate yourself and master one field within three to seven years, you can be on top of that field, number one. So the first person, you know, really was in the medical field. Uh, they created um, 
you know, a medical clinic that was successful. They replicated that model over multiple locations and eventually sold to private equity for nine figures. It was tremendous. The interesting thing is the takeaway I learned from that is one, they remain hungry. Like technically he can go live on an island, sip margaritas all day long, but he's still thinking, hey, what's the next step? What can I do next? How can I help more? How can I do more? The second person <clears throat> was a real estate entrepreneur. And there's so many different things he could be doing, but he chose to stay super focused on one thing. And I love the fact that he had blinders on and he's remained super focused. And the shiny object syndrome, not, not existed for him. By staying relentless and monomaniacally focused on one thing, he was able to accelerate his growth, accelerate his impact and accelerate his income in such an explosive way. Now, the third person, it was interesting. It was a different than the other two. <clears throat> this person understands business systems, business processes, knows how to grow teams, knows how to use leverage wisely. And he became successful across multiple industries using the same business model, the same business thought process. He's expert at creating teams and creating systems and processes to where he is truly an owner and not an operator. So those are the th sort of the three uh, flavors of being this uh, ultra high net worth individual from three different angles. And as, as, as I'm trying to learn myself and, and grow my companies, as well as help and coach, uh, you know, thousands, thousands of other people and mentor people. And also I want, you know, to share the knowledge that I've learned here are the sort of the six big lessons that I want you guys to take away with. Number one, uh, you must take risk to be this level of success. You cannot play small. You must take calculated risk and you must learn to mitigate that risk. You must do whatever it is. So for every dollar you risk, you have a hundred X in terms of returns. Uh, asymmetric risk reward is what we call it. Number two, you must be an owner and not an operator. If you're getting a W-2, you can never achieve this. It's not possible. If your inputs directly uh, correlate with your outputs, that does, that's not how the game works. You need to have, for every one input you do, you have exponential outputs. And you have to get to, at some point, to one to many. One to one is very difficult to really scale and grow. Number three, you have to have a big vision, but even bigger execution. Many people I know have big visions. They have beautiful visions. They have, uh, you know, dreams and goals, but not that many people I know can execute, you know, and execute on that big level. So learn to be a big executor. Number four, there's something called the decade of brilliance. And it's usually between about age 35 to maybe age 40 to about 45 to about 50. So this 10 years, depending on when you start and really, when really get going, there's 10 years of where you have this optionality of exponential growth. And I'll give you an example. You know, I was sort of um, working out with my, uh, my, my, my little nephew and he's not so little anymore, but <clears throat> in ninth grade, 10th grade, I was encouraging him. He's starting to eat well. He's starting to work out. He's trying to lift weights. And I was like, yeah, man, let's go. And it was interesting by 10th grade, um, he started putting on a tremendous amount of muscle mass. He grew several inches. His muscles exploded. He had growth hormone and testosterone running through his blood, right? And we're a little bit older, so we don't have that same level of hormone. So it was amazing. Within 
I guess a span of 12 to 24 months, you just became like this, you know, superhuman person from like a little, you know, sort of scrawny kid. And so, you know, we all have this spurt or this area of super, this sort of super genius or super zone of brilliance, this decade of brilliance. And I, I, I usually call it, let's say the age of 40 to 50 in this decade, you should take advantage of it and, you know, create the most out of your life. Now, if you're after this or even before this, that doesn't preclude you and you're, it's never too late. Colonel Sanders, founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, started crushing at age 65, right? Richard Branson, still creating million-dollar companies at such a, you know, advanced age. So never too late um, or never too early. Okay, number five, after success, remain hungry, right? Um, after uh, Buzz Aldrin, you know, walked, oh, it was a Neil Armstrong or Buzz Aldrin. Um, I, my memory fails me, but uh, when they walked on the moon, um, what, what happened was they came back to earth. I mean, they've done this stupendous feat. No one in the history of humanity has ever done this. Celebrated, ticker tape parade. And then they got depressed. They had alcohol. They had all these issues because they didn't have the next big thing. They've already achieved the big thing. So what is the rest of their life about? What's their meaning? These successful individuals, these friends and mentors that I have, they're still thinking about what's next. How else can they go? What else can they do? And how else can they have impact? Right? It's not just about money, right? They have enough money at this point, right? They're just trying to figure out, you know, what else can we do to elevate people around us, to create teams, to create success, to create momentum, legacy, and pay it forward. So don't have post-moonwalker syndrome. Come up with your next big goal after you hit your current big goal. And finally, it's all about business systems, teams, delegation, and staying in your zone of genius, okay? And with that, guys, you know, I wish you well. Until next time, be limitless, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Limitless MD. If you found value from this episode, I encourage you to share this episode with a friend and let me know by leaving a review. For more information, make sure you check out the links in the show notes below or simply visit VikramRaya.com. So until next time, my friends, be phenomenal.